The temps are warmer, you've mowed the lawn, and maybe even turned on the AC a time or two. It's definitely spring. So SpI.com is having their spring sale. Log on now and get local deals up to 50% off before they're gone. SpI.com. This podcast is a part of the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. It is a.m. Springfield, 10 past the hour. Award one Alderman Chuck Redpath stops by to say hello. We visit, We invited him to join us today to kind of get his perspective on the Wyndham appears to be the number one topic of conversation. But I want to clarify a couple things, and Mayor Mike Houston just checked in. Uh, the parks on the lake are CWLP, Absolutely. Not, not Park District. They're at the CWLP. Right. And how many are there besides two Tomadone? There's Center Park. Uh, there's one over there lake, by the Wildlife lake, Sanctuary. Lake Park. Cotton Hills, both the Cotton Hills. Oh, yeah, that's right. And, uh, yeah, there's about eight or, eight or nine. Okay, but they are CWLP Lake Services. Take care Absolutely, of that. Absolutely, yes. All right. Uh, number two, okay, what's going on with the Wyndham? Let's take it from the top where the mayor's on one side. I I think you folks, you aldermen, some of you, uh, six at least, are worried about the number of rooms that are not going to be able to be rented by by tourists, I'm a little surprised that Scott Dahl kind of caught in the middle on this. He wants more room for tourists, but evidently the mayor may be okay with another provision. What's going on? Well, it, from the top, we we get a we got a recommendation from the Planning and Zoning Commission for denial on a denial a, a, a zoning change, which means that it's a requirement to for us to it has to pass by seven votes. Uh, with an extraordinary vote. Okay, let me stop there. What was their concern? Did they say why they voted to deny it? I don't know. I don't know, but most of the consensus is uh, the the loss of uh, hotel rooms. Okay. And and so it came to us, and obviously uh, before we voted, the the convention in the convention board of SMEA voted, and they thought it was a bad idea also because the number of rooms we were going to lose. The proposal that first came to us, was giving us was going to have eighty hotel rooms. Uh, now the the Wyndham has four hundred rooms right now. Uh, they are they are they have a they have a provision that they can take two hundred of those rooms and make them into hotel make them into apartments right now without any right zone, now without any zoning. Okay. Uh, but the proposal from the new developer came in wanted to increase that to three hundred and twenty five hotel uh, apartments and leave us eighty rooms. Okay. Which, which was. A disaster. All right, let me interrupt you a minute. Who owns the hotel? <laughs> well, technically, the bank probably owns the hotel, but the the developer's name is Al Rajab. He, he's the he's the developer. No, so he's, he, the, he's the one that owns the hotel. He now. owns the hotel. He bought that out of out of bank. They went into right. bankruptcy. He bought that out of that. And and he's not from around here. He's from San Antonio, Texas. Okay. So then he is in, is he the one that's in the process that wants to get the zoning change or does he want to sell it? He wants to sell it, but he has to get the zoning change in before order the to, new owners will come along. Exactly. Exactly. All right. So if he doesn't get the zoning change, the new owners said we're not interested. Uh right. He okay. he wants the zoning change. He's the one that am I right uh um Mr. Rajab um yeah, R-A-J-A-B-I, Rajabi, we'll just say, I apologize if I'm butchering. He is the one then that said, okay, if I don't get this zoning change, I'm just going to convert it to subsidized housing of Section 8 housing. I'll yes. take some of the rooms. Yeah. Yes, can sir. he do that? Yes, he can do that. That's the threat. That's his threat. That's his. Either you agree to 
What does he want the city to do? He wants the city to buy it? No, he wants us to pass the zoning so the developer can put the apartment. So the new owner. Yes. Do we know anything about the new owner at all? Where yes. is that person from? He is from New York. Okay. He was not vetted when he came to us the first time. But since that time, uh, uh, Ryan McCready from the uh, Springfield, right. Sangman, Springfield Sangman Growth Alliance had done some research and found out he is a credible developer. That okay. He, he does do what he says he's going to do. So that that's all good. What it came down to, Sam, is that we we as the city council had to had to weigh the op, weigh the possibilities of losing the hotel rooms. Um, first off, we didn't want to dump uh, three hundred and twenty five new apartments in the middle of downtown Springfield, which is our tourism district, and, and of low income houses. By the way, seven hundred dollars a month, and the apartments were three hundred seventy five square feet, which is about the size of this room. I mean, no, they're not very big, <clears throat> so. But the but the most important thing is the by giving up the number of apartments that they wanted us to give up that reduced the possibility of conventions. Uh, our convention and visitors bureau director Scott Dahl, who does an outstanding job, by the way, uh, said, "Look, if we lose hotel rooms, we're going to lose conventions. We're going to lose. We I think they, there was a number like twenty eight conventions. We might lose twenty six if we had the eighty hotel rooms. And as it went up to a hundred rooms." It dropped down to you're going to lose this amount of uh, conventions, and then when the next move was to 125, you're going to lose this amount of rooms, and we just didn't think it was viable. And uh, the convention board absolutely said it's going to be des- it's going to be devastating for the city of Springfield. One of the proposals the mayor brought forward was that look, we can work with some other hotels. Uh, the State House Inn is close enough. Uh, we could use we could uh, do we'd have to do a shuttle service to bring them in. Most of the people that are going to bring these these conventions to Springfield, they don't want to be they don't want to be shuttled. They want to be in where the convention is. They want to be able to walk around sure. and not have to worry about uh, being shuttled. And so that was a, that was an issue. Um, you know, the mayor's made allegations that this this was political. That is a completely wrong. Completely wrong. Well, he's uh, not the only one. There are there are <coughs> other people making that allegation. Maybe. Uh, somebody said uh, his son, uh, I presume his son, might have posted something on Facebook yeah, that's saying true. it was political. Uh, I've had an alderman uh, tell me it was political. Um, I'll ask you, do you see any correlation between this issue and uh, the mayor's race between Misty Busher and and Mayor Lankfelder at the moment? There may be others that enter, but those two, is, that, is every decision... Every decision you folks are going to make for the next six months going to have political ramifications, according to some people. Absolutely not. And let me just let me just make this clear: there's of the six people that are opposing this, three Democrats, three Republicans. Obviously, uh, th- that's a the, the party split. But when they came, when the mayor and Jim Zirkel called me, they called me on like the Thursday before the Tuesday, and mm-hmm. I, I was in conversations with them because, frankly. They could not get even get it brought back to reconsideration without somebody making the motion who was on the opposing side. That was, I was one of those people. Uh, they called me and asked me how what it would take to to get this deal through. I said, look, they, the, not enough rooms to start with. Uh, we we got to have more hotel rooms. Got to be uh, at a, at I in my thought was at least 125 rooms, but there's some aldermen said 150 and some said 200. So which would be no change from what it is right now. But I absolutely worked with them Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. We were on the phone and, and trying to figure out how we could make this work. Um, 
if you go that political, I, I mean, I'm working with them. And, and, and to be honest with you, um, if I wouldn't have made the motion for reconsideration, uh, it would have, they would, the developer had come in from New York. Uh, it was over. It was over. So we gave them the opportunity in, because we wanted to be transparent and fair and say, okay, tell us what new you could do that, that you're going to do to try to bring this, this thing back. And there was none. And, uh, Jim Dolan and I talked before uh, the meeting with the, the director of, uh, of the Convention and Business Bureau and say, give us the numbers. How many are we going to lose and, and at, at what rate? So we knew that going into there. When we got into the conversation, the, the developer who came up there uh, was adamant about couldn't do much more than 100 rooms. And so we knew the conversation was over, and that's when the, the, the debate was for two hours, by the way, which is – probably about an hour longer than we should probably have done it. But we decided that, uh, call a question. It's, it, you know, I, I, we don't see any change and it's not going to get any better. So that's where, that's where it ended. But now we're, we're dealing with the, the owner who says I'm going to bring in the, the section eight housing. Is so, Mr. Rajabi it, it, from, bring, from Texas, bring the current owner. Eight, uh, okay. housing. But what, what that threat, he doesn't understand that, yeah, you can do that, but you still got to deal with us. You still got to come to us for building permits. You still got to you still got to deal with us with the parking ramp, and you still got a one point three million dollar utility bill that should, that you owe us that you're going to pay before we do anything. Uh, I know that by talking to the mayor, he said that bill will be paid before we do anything. So I got I got to say that to the, the mayor stand firm on that. But the bottom line is that there's a lot of issues with this thing that that people don't understand, and we didn't. For, for anybody to say this was political is crazy. Uh, the, the six aldermen that voted against this, every one of us have the best interests of the city at heart. Uh, I don't do this for the money. I don't do it for the fame. I do it for public service. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do what's right for Springfield. We did not in no way think that this was a good deal to put all those apartments in downtown, right in the middle of downtown Springfield when we got vacant buildings all over. The Myers buildings open. You, could, you want to put apartment buildings? Put them in there. The Ferguson building is 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 not has been sitting vacant for how many years? Wasn't there a developer going to put in some some sort of moderate housing in the Myers building? That's that's and something fell through. What on, happened there? Something fell through on that, and they backed they backed out. So, okay, but there there is op- other opportunities. We we as the city council need to know that we're going to be able to bring those conventions. The eight million dollar industry to Springfield each year. We need to make sure that we got the enough hotels for, to, to make it work. Busing people from across town is not going to work. Can Mr. Rajabi, uh, the current owner of the Wyndham, can he just say, adios, boys, I'm out of here, it's all yours, I'm done? It probably will go back to the bank, and that's what we think is going to happen, that it goes mm-hmm. back to the bank. The bank takes receivership and, and, and possibly gets somebody to run the hotel. There's ways to do to keep that hotel running, uh, but, you know, he's playing a hard line. He's got some, uh, uh, some other issues in, in Arkansas where he's, he's been alleged of diverting some funds from one, one project to another. And here's the headline. So just so you don't think we're making that up, mm-hmm. he basically has uh, got some other issues. So uh, we can't get very much information on the guy other than the fact that he, we, he came from San Antonio and, and that he is, uh, and that he, uh, he, he claims he's got all this money. Well, if you got your money, pay your bills. I know other other people in Springfield when their utility bills elapse, they get their they get their utilities shut off. Uh, that didn't happen there. Okay, of the of the new potential buyer, 
the gentleman from New York. Uh, what does he, when the mayor is, says, or your folks, are you negotiating with him or the current owner, Mr. Rajabi? Basically, we're we're, develop, we're negotiating with the developer because it's his project that he's bringing. The new gentleman from New York. Right. It's his project right. that we're bringing. What do you think? What division for permanent residences and hotel rooms would fly? Uh, no, nothing under 150 rooms. 150 I, 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 hotel listen, rooms I, or, I, or rental rooms? Uh, uh, hotel rooms what we're talking about. Nothing. I, uh, 150 is the minimum. You want to keep 150 rooms for rent. That's 150 is what Chuck Redpath could live with. I can't talk for Frank. I can't talk for Ralph Hanauer, Chris DeCenzo, Aaron, Aaron Conley, Jim Donlin. Uh, okay. How many total rooms in the hotel? 400. So you want 150 for overnight guests as a motel. That's what I want. That's what you want. So you would be okay with 250 then into permanent residences. Well, yeah. It depends. Now he he brought a mixed he brought a mixed project. Okay. Uh, since from the beginning he was going to just convert all the studio rooms to hotel uh, right. to, but now it's now he's brought brought back some proposals for one and two bedroom uh, uh, apartments. So it it would be some reduction. Where does the subsidized housing come in or the low-income housing? Would the new developer want to go that direction, or is he going to try to go market price? He's going to he's gonna rent the, the the studio apartments for 700 a month. Okay. That's including utilities. Right. The the subsidized housing threat came from the, the, the guy, current owner. The current owner that said, if you don't do this, I'm going to turn it into Section 8 housing. Alderman Chuck Redpath, as we're spending some time, um, I have to tell you there. And somebody did a report. It's not that maybe the SJR did. Uh, there are five potential buildings downtown Springfield that uh, are not being utilized to their fullest extent. Myers would be one. Uh, the uh, building you mentioned at six, Ferguson, Ferguson Building. Ferguson Building at Six and Monroe. There's one on the southwest corner of Fourth and Adams. They were going to put the roof garden in that building. The old bank. Uh, they, yeah. The, they, they want to put a market in there or something. Right, and yeah. that's kind of hit the wall. The Wyndham and then the PNC right, right there on uh, Jefferson Street on the Pitt and Jefferson. Chuck, that's not good. No, no. It's been it's been bad for a long time, and it's uh, getting getting interest in people to come downtown. There's, it, it's They just don't want to come. And uh, we'd love to have more people downtown to generate n- new life down there. But we we're losing businesses. We lost herons. We lost, we're losing all kinds of stuff that they're just fed up. They said we can't do business. There's a lot of problems with the homeless downtown. Uh, that's that's caused a lot of problems. But uh, you know, there's got to be a new new way of doing things. We need to start thinking outside the box. The what the way we're doing it now is not working. Um, this uh, this came from that article I referred to that was on Facebook. Somebody sent me this. I'd not seen them. Um, multiple aldermen on the horseshoe show that they're more interested in playing politics than working with business owners and potential business owners to help Springfield. Uh, we have a very important election coming up on April 23rd that will dictate the future of Springfield. If you have ever considered running for alderman, I encourage you to give it a shot. Our city is in desperate need of more forward-thinking, competent leaders. You know who wrote that? Yeah, it's all right there on the top of that email. And that is? Justin Langfelder. Which is the mayor's son. Okay, Mm -hmm. he's the one that said, but I've heard 
another alderman or two doing the same thing. Am I right? Yeah. Out recruiting people to run for aldermen and other wards other than their own, of course. You know, they, it, it's their own view of the way things have to happen. You know, we we do this business because we want to be in public service. We, there's no there's no personal agenda here. And, look, uh, I like Jim Langfelder. And you show me one person who who uh, knows him that don't like him. Good guy. I, I just likeable I just guy. disagree. I just Absolutely. disagree with some of his policies, and we don't always agree. But we agree on a lot of policies. But bottom line, he's a likable guy. Um, you know, sometimes you, you just got we got to think differently now. It's time to start thinking differently, and and, and how we're going to turn downtown Springfield, especially around. Let me ask you. This has nothing to do with the Wyndham, but I've had people. And, and, and I keep forgetting when the other aldermen are here. And I'm going to ask you, we're going to go a completely different direction for a moment. Um, the mayors in Springfield have always been able to make temporary appointments yes. for directors, department heads, whatever. Right. Rather than bring them to the council to get them confirmed, because there may be some question, maybe the vote's going to be closed, maybe not going to be. So you can make a temporary appointment. Has that been around as long as you've been an alderman? Yeah, it has. Uh, usually, usually if they make an appointment and try to make a second appointment, that then then you got to you got to bring it in front of the council because it's it's not a it's not a policy that we should have. It's a it's a problem that well, like this new uh, the lady that the Lynn Wooden that that he just appointed to the economic uh, yes head of economic development wonderful lady. I know her family. She's a wonderful lady. I asked the mayor, why didn't you bring her to the uh, bring her to the council he basically said he didn't want to put her and put her through the gauntlet but but you know the bottom line is is that we got to ask questions of people we how got, long can that appointment last well he he claims a year i think it's six months i think the city council okay can then at the end of six months can he reappoint temporary he can you can so you could go you can have an acting directors or whatever and this is not just a jim langfelder thing no, this has no, been for a long time right you could uh, continue to ask has there ever been any idea of maybe saying, hey, you know, X amount of days, then one and done, then you come before the council? I think I think city council members right now are, are talking about that and thinking about doing something like that because it's we need to be, you know, it, the whole thing is the city council's got to be involved and, and they have to have confirmation, the appointment by the mayor, confirmation by the city council. And if you're going to use your executive authority to make appointment after appointment, that's not the way this is supposed to work. All right. Full disclosure and transparency. Another different direction. Your daughter is announced. I believe she's announced. If not, she soon will that she is going to run for city treasurer because Misty Busher is obviously vacating that to run for mayor. Uh, is that fair to say? And when do you expect her, your daughter, to make a formal announcement? Who first name is Colleen, and last name is Fager. Her 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 name is Colleen Redpath Fager. All right. And do am I correct? She'll be making an announcement as a candidate for city treasurer. Pretty pretty quick. Yeah, it's pretty quick. She's uh she's been at the city for twenty years. And okay. She's been the the deputy uh, city treasurer for the last four years under Missy Busher, and Missy's moving up to uh, mayor. So. Uh, uh, Colleen's going to take a shot at uh, continuing the work they've done there. Well, Missy may not be mayor, but she's going to run for mayor. Yeah. And so that's why she can't run for treasurer. Uh, yes. So true. if Frank Lesko decides to run for something else, he then could not run for city clerk again. Oh, he, I well, mean, he, uh, he could run for city clerk. 
No, but, but let's say he decides to run for alderman in, in four because John Fulgenzi. Then he could not run for city clerk. No, am I right? Right. Couldn't okay. hold two city offices. There you city. got it. Yeah. Or not even run for him, let alone hold him. Right. Very good. And, and who would want to? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> question. All right, my friend. Hey, thanks. We'll see you at the fair. Hey, thank you, guys. Have a great day. I'm, I'm looking forward to the fair. We're, we're we all are, fun. buddy. Thanks, right. buddy. Thanks. It is 33 past the hour. Alderman Chuck Redpath stopping by to say hello. Uh, when is the the next meeting regarding the council meeting and the Wyndham? Well, we the Wyndham discussion is over. Okay. And, but uh, the, I understand the mayor might be talking to the developer on trying to come up with a different plan, which is okay. I mean, he has the right to do that and, and just bring the right plan. And uh, But uh, Tuesday's the next meeting, but there won't be any discussion on, on the Wyndham because that vote's dead. Very good. So, Thank you, sir. 34 right. past the hour, AM Springfield. You've been listening to the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. For more, visit newhoffmedia.com.